Welcome, everybody. Welcome in. It's time for Dents and Dreams, a paintless dent repair podcasting focusing on how you can use the fruits of this wonderful trade we call PDR to achieve your wildest dreams. I'm John Vidine, your friendly neighborhood dent reaper and host of Dents and Dreams. Now, let's get started. So today, my guest needs no introduction, so I'm not even going to introduce him. Yeah, I do. Mike Toledo. Everybody knows Mike Toledo. Oh, if they're yeah. listening, if they're listening to this podcast, Mike, I guarantee they know who you are. And if they don't, I don't know. Maybe, maybe tell them. Maybe well, tell them. Well, Stanliner knows who I am. So Stanliner. <laughs> Absolutely. I. What? First of all, thank you for inviting uh, me, man. I'm like, I'm super honored. Uh, John, I mean, this is this is great, dude. You you're way more professional than I am, dude. Like, look at this, man. Look at the neon, like branding, <laughs> and, you know, that, like the nice introduction that you're doing, man. You like you bringing the bringing the most with your new host, dude. So, good job. Well, thanks, Mike. You know, we're trying. We're trying. Uh, you know, I never even would have considered this uh, if not for attending a uh, mega media event or two. So. Uh, so this is this is partially your fault, or uh, or you can take partial credit, I guess, depending on how people see it. But uh, but uh, yeah. Well, I'm like I said, I'm super honored to be here. We are recording on the last day of the year, um, and I just think it's, it's fantastic, man. And so I can't yes. wait to get into it with you and. And, and here's some of the questions you're going to be asking or the topics that I can chime in with you. And I'm glad to be here. Awesome. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm beyond honored that you're here with me. So, uh, I mean, going back to the beginning of my career, I, you are the first ever PDR video I saw on YouTube and maybe you're the first ever PDR video on YouTube. Is that, is that verifiable? Do you know that for a fact, or I, I'm 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 going to say ninety percent yes. Because can I tell you a story about the first video? I don't yeah, know if yeah. you've ever heard of it. Did you hear about the first video? Uh, I posted. Sh- I think I have heard it over the years at one point, but uh, it's it's foggy at best in my brain because we so we back tend to in lose like some things. Two thousand five. Uh, this is when YouTube was first coming about. You know, and uh, and I wanted to get into doing videos, but my, you know, a guy I trained, he's like my friend Bira, you know, he he does videos, and he'd like to. I think we we need to shoot a video of this and put it on YouTube. I'm like, what's YouTube? Oh, it's it's this, you know, yada yada, you know what it is today. And he explained it to me. I was like, all right. So this guy took his home like video camera system and and. He did this video and he asked me, well, do you want to do a voiceover? And I was like, really? You can do that? And he's like, yeah. So I come over to his house. He had this, this Mac, you know, Apple back then. It was like a big tower. And I was like, what is that? Like, oh, this is Apple computer. Apple? I didn't even know they made Apple. I thought it was in the 70s. I thought it was done. Anyways, he, he did the whole voiceover. He created this cool video. He put it on YouTube. And it was like getting lots and lots of views. And then somebody commented on the video 
after a while and says, oh, it looks like you're humping the video out. And they didn't say it in that term, dude. But And and I go back and I look at it. I'm like, what are they talking about? And I look and it's and he, he filmed the video of the dent, but my reflection of my zipper was right there. So it looked like I was humping, literally humping it out, dude. And I was so embarrassed because now that I saw that, I told him to take it down. He's like, no, you don't want to take it down. Dude, if I would have left that video up still, it probably would have been over like 10 million views because it was catching fire. But I was like, I didn't understand that was, that was, you know, bad news is not, is, is not what they call it. There's no such thing as bad news, right? No such thing as bad publicity. And it was, anyways, I, I regretted taking that down. That video was lost forever. And anyways, and that's, that's, was technically the first video I think that was for paintless dent repair. So that I'll agree on. <laughs> <laughs> ah, tons of fun, and it's really too bad we can't go back and find it. But uh, I don't know. Maybe somebody. Maybe I'll do a remake of it. Oh, what? <laughs> <laughs> that could be fun. Cue the seventies music. You could you could have a lot of fun. With that. <laughs> So I'm just going to get, hold on a second. I'm just getting a little cup of coffee right here, dude. Little cup. Look at that thing. Giant. How many pots of coffee do you have to make to fill that thing? (laughs) (laughs) We got this in, uh, what is that? In Utah there, man. In Utah, Zion National Park. Yeah, yeah. That's right, man. Yeah, we did that. uh, That was the uh, trip for our mastermind group that, uh, that we were in here this year. And yep. uh, that I, I was lucky enough to be in. I, I joined that via via the mega media event as well. And uh, that was a great experience. That trip was so much fun. It dude. was. It was. Uh, so many great guys there. But um, that's the now. Uh, I wanted to get a little bit more into the past. You Like like we talked about the first video there. Uh, and then... So after that video, you kept going, obviously. You've made probably more videos than anybody in the PDR industry, I would think. Uh, I, don't, I don't know who would be a, a close contender or not, but uh, what got you started on that path and what has kept you going to keep continually just bring it? I, I just don't think our job's done, man. I, I don't think... I think right now we're in the stage of everybody's promoting their company, which is a great thing, but I just think we're still missing the main key point is educating the customer what it is, what's the benefit of it, how much does it cost? I've missed that boat myself, right? And I think, unfortunately, we assume that that people know what we do, you know, because we do it so much. It's like training somebody, right? If you want to train a, a, a new person, you have you have you develop such habits that become instinct that you don't even think about it anymore. And that's the same thing with paintless dent repair. When you are performing paintless dent repair, you don't think what you do, the details are interesting. But to the consumer, it's super interesting. Well, why are you using that tap down? How much does the PDR cost? Why why is it or better to go to you than a than a body shop. Or why should I make a claim, even though it's going to be it could be 
you know, all these little things. So there's still a lot of tons of unanswered questions that you can make tons of videos off of. And those each one of those videos help promote your business at, at another level. And it, it, it builds trust with your consumer. So why do I continue to do those videos? Because of those reasons. I'm always looking for to help answer the questions of the consumer. And obviously you guys know, I like to help the industry as well, regardless if it's tools, um, you know, the, the process of, of a new you know, technique that I've heard from someone else or I saw somebody, it's just ongoing, uh, I would say evolvement, you know, it evolves constantly. And if you're a PDR tech that's been in the industry, regardless if you're new or, or if you've been a veteran for 20, 30 years, you know that you have evolved. Your style of techniques have gotten better over the years because you're paying attention and you are cutting time down. And so to answer your question in short, that's why I do those videos. Right, right. And you're absolutely right. The evolution of, of our industry with the tools and the techniques and, and uh, the awareness piece is huge. And uh, that, is, that is on my goals for 2021 as we record here on the final day of the weirdest year of my life. But uh, so speaking more on evolution, <laughs> definitely the weirdest year. I mean, a great year in many ways, but uh, a weird year for yeah. sure. And yeah. uh, but uh, speaking of evolution, you're wearing a Stanliner shirt, so we might as well just bring it there. When you think of where the tools have gone and and how how things have evolved, Stanliner has been a huge part of that. Uh, if there's a ton of guys working out there, I know guys that have been pushing 20 years. I show them a standliner tool, and you know they kind of turn their nose up at it, or they think, "Oh man, this, come on, that's that's not gonna work." So, what's the first standliner tool you would encourage an experienced tech that's kind of doubting it uh, to pick up? The crane tool. The the, the the crane tool the the not the not the the raised crane but the it's the normal double bend the, crane the uni, the universal crane so they have yeah. the fender crane which is a super exaggerated bend they have yeah. the universal crane with it's just like kind of a normal double bend with a a hook on the end yeah. and yeah. then they have the straight crane but uh, yeah, yeah the universal crane is is typically my answer as well and, yeah because uh, uh, it's it's just, it's a, I tell people it's like a soft tip and a sharp tip at the same time. It, it's very forgiving. They can start any dent, any deep dent, and finish any deep dent, um, it, as long as you understand how to use it. You know, let's go back up a little bit about when you said that you were, see, I don't look at people anymore. I don't get in arguments or I don't, I, I, I handle them really quick and nobody's going to argue with this is because when someone, you introduce a new tool to somebody, or a new technique, or new, new new something that they're not used to, and they shy off of it, or they they give you a negative feedback about it. The only reason why they act like that, or and they they put it down, is because it's not because it's not a good tool, or it's not a good technique, or it's not a good anything. It's because they just don't understand it, and you have to understand that they don't understand. And then once you understand that they don't understand, then there's a different way to help them understand. <laughs> so 
And like I said, going back to video or, you know, showing, educating, not just your consumer, but your, your fellow peers in the, in the industry. Look, if it wasn't for videos or for Bryce Kelly showing how he liked the stand liners or how he was doing repairs or other contributors out there, probably stand liners still might be struggling to try to promote their, their companies. Now they, their tools have been around for a long time, long time. Matter of fact, let's, let's go back 15 years ago. They were promoting it on Dorting.com. And dude, there was like maybe one or two people out of that whole 150 techs in there at the time that would be willing to try it. And I think the biggest roadblocks about with us PDR techs getting to where we were is our thinking. It's because we deliberately put things down because just because we don't understand it. So I think that's, if you give things a shot, you can't afford now not to try a tool, especially if someone says, hey, it worked, pay attention. How, how did you get it to work? That should be your, the way yeah. you think, you know, like, hey, how did you get it to work? Be open-minded and understand. That's, that's what I do. I'm like, why do you think I continue to evolve? I'm, I'm not the best tech, but I know I'm getting, I'm always getting better. And I like to share those techniques. So I don't know if I went on too, too, too long with that, John, but that's, you know, no, no, I don't, I don't know that there's such a thing as going on too long, unless you're me. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, no, I, I would tend to agree 100%. And I see, you know, I see the other side of the coin. Guys are like, well, I made, I made, you know, easy six figures last year and I didn't have a stand liner tool in my truck. So why do I need one now? But, uh, I think what guys would realize is that when you do adapt these new techniques and these new tools that you're going to be more efficient and, uh, it's just, it's amazing. And yeah, at first it might take a little bit more time to learn, but once you get over that learning curve, uh, I mean, I can't, I can't imagine not using some of these tools and, you know, just the same way with, you know, glue pulling technology and, and the cold glue Glexo now, like there's so many things out there that weren't available when I started that, and I did fine. I did great for the first many years of my career. Uh, without any of these things, but uh, it's just like the LED lighting. Like, we could fix a dent with a fog board, but would you do that now? You have LEDs. I mean, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. know. I don't know. I Hell no, I mean, John. It's like it's like I try to tell people, man. Like, okay, if if you could run a marathon and cheat without getting caught, would you do it? And, and you would do it. And basically, it's like cold glue or stand liner tools. Yes, you still have to know how to use it, but it gives you a head start in your repair. It's basically when you used to have to, back in 98, okay, I thought soft tip was the answer. But I was creating more highs. I was volcanoing dents. I was overstretching dents because I thought that was, you know, pushing with a soft tip is going to help prevent 
you know, all these giant push marks, which it did, but you didn't realize, well, you had to knock down correctly at the right time and then switch to a smaller tool to make, to, to get a cleaner push. It's the same thing now, right? You, so you have cold glue, hold the cold, you pull the majority of the dent out. What did that, what, why do you want to do that? Because you want to reduce the chance of you creating push marks, right? But why is that? So you don't spend as much time at the end of your repair cleaning up something you could have prevented in the beginning. So I'm not just referring to cold glue. I'm referring to all these like stand layer tools, your tools, anybody who's came out with the last, you know, nice ass tools in the last, you know, two to three years to help you become better, cleaner, faster tech. You know, and yeah, yeah. we're talking about it the, helps you at the end. It's the beginning, yes, but it helps you in the end. Yeah, yeah. So I just had this thought as you're describing this, and maybe it's a little weird, and we're just going to see if it makes sense to, to you or anybody else. But uh, did you ever play uh, Super Mario Brothers back in the day? Absolutely, yeah. Okay, so you remember there was the, the warp tubes where you get on top of that green tube and duck and you go down? Yeah. And then it, like, it could bring you to the next level, or you could skip like four yeah. levels and you go from level two to level six like that and uh using those these new technologies is kind of like that where you can skip to the next level but if you do it wrong it might take you back three levels so. and that's where the experience comes in the more you play the game the more you understand how to use those tools which are the portals to help you get to that point a to point b much faster and cleaner Exactly, John, exactly what you're saying. And again, or you, and if you don't play the game enough, you're not going to understand it enough. And what, and that means trying and being relevant and understanding. Don't be like standoffish and go, yeah, I've been using the same tool, 15 tools for 20 years, and I can still fix a dent just as good as you can. Yeah, but can you do it consistently cleaner as? Let me, let me, let me, example, new techs, new PDR techs, why are they getting so good so fast? Why? Oh, the, the information, the, the information and the technology together. I mean, there was, there was whatever. I mean, maybe four videos of you when I first started yeah. and I probably watched them all seven times each, but. Well, okay. Let me put it this way. Why are so many younger, not just like. I'm not talking, I'm not talking age. Okay. Why are so many inexperienced, younger, inexperienced techs becoming better than the veteran techs who've been doing it 20 years? They're wow. catching up to them like in five years to their skill level. Why? The answer is because they're paying a freaking attention to the new tools and new techniques and they're not standoffish. They're, they're, they're actually giving it a try and it's making them quicker, better, faster. Why the veteran techs play Mr. Ignorant and stubborn and don't want to embrace it. So they're continuing to stay at they're plateauing at the same level, but the other guys are always going higher and quicker and better. So yeah. that's why. Yeah. Well, new, new guys are going to have an open mind and you know, the old school mentality was don't show anybody anything. Don't even talk about PDR because the body guy is going to eat your lunch, but, uh, you know, that's, that's, uh, a famine thinking. 
it's a, a bad way to it go is on I mean, life so you so you rather have it you rather have a tech that's out there you know how should i say you rather see somebody struggle right and technically leaving those that their mark and messing up the industry then you could help them embrace them and build a stronger influence in that area now i'm not saying be best friends with your competition i'm not saying that i'm just saying have a professional at least you know and and uh, support the industry not not try to drag it down because i, I don't want to get too much in, into into that we talked about it on a podcast too as well joe garcia and he was kind of like i don't know you know what i mean but yeah yeah i, no, I know I, it's a touchy subject you know yeah and joe is uh a, i love when you have him as a guest on your podcast he's a, he seems like a really i never met him in person but uh oh, dude, he's, he's like a really he's cool great. guy and i love his outlook so uh if you guys haven't listened to the den time podcast look for the ones with uh, we're, we're gonna have him more on guys. like he's gonna be like probably my part-time co-host dude so yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, it's it's always good, and I always get something out of it. So uh, much appreciated. If you're not listening to the Dent Time podcast, get on it immediately. Uh, that's uh, that'll you can cut that out and <laughs> 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 let's go. Uh, but uh, so yeah, moving forward from all of that, obviously tools, techniques, guys need to have open minds. Uh, well, one other thing I wanted to talk to you about uh, that I think should have a light shined on it. You know, uh, you see so many guys out there. I've, you know, I'm on Instagram probably more than I should be. And as I scroll through, it's before and after pictures nonstop, uh, which is good. But I don't think it's good enough. And I think for guys out there to promote their business properly, there's a couple pieces that they are missing. And, uh, you know, there might be different ways of looking at it from different perspectives, but you do a couple things differently than, than most guys that I think more people should adopt. And I just wanted to, to talk to you about that. So a before and after picture or before and after videos are good, but what what do you think guys need to be doing if they really want to promote their business in their market and and attract the right types of customers? Yeah, I'm glad you brought that up because I've made a conscious decision to do that. First of all, I'm I have a lot of still a lot of before and after uh, photos and videos I need to put up. I got kind of burnt out of doing that before and after. It just felt like I wasn't serving a purpose exactly what you're doing. I talked to Joe. If you look at Joe Garcia's, if you, I'm just going to give him a shout out. He doesn't freaking, he doesn't get enough credit for what he does. You go to his podcast or his Instagram, uh, Dent Evo. It, he does a fantastic job. So him and I kind of made a conscious decision that we want to educate the customer. Listen, if you don't promote your, like how much PDR costs, you're not doing yourself any favors. You're, you're just opening up. A can of worms for a customer to say, well, how much is that? I would rather have a customer that understands my work already and my price structure. And and then rather than have everybody call me and expect a, a, a super low price. So going back to what you're saying is that I I give the benefits of the PDR process. 
I give a price range. You don't have to put the exact price of what you charge, but give a price range of generally a similar dent like what you posted, what that cost would be. I'm not forcing you or I'm not telling you what to do or how to run your business. But if you don't give them those educations, those, those things, you're not, you're not doing yourself or the industry any favors. And if you're worried about your competition, what they charge, then you're, you're running your business wrong because you shouldn't worry about your competition. You should worry about what your PDR company does. And going back to this level, if you don't believe in your own service, how do you expect your customers to? And you have to be super excited, show them. And believe me, if you believe, they will believe. And if you think you're right, or if you think you're wrong, you're right. So. Absolutely. Yeah. No, and uh, that's, uh, that's another part of my goals for 2021 is to start incorporating some of these pricings onto my uh, social media posts. But another thing that I want to touch on for guys that a lot of guys don't do, and I, I learned this uh, <coughs> via via the mega media events, is... Uh, you got to put your face out there. Uh, you got, I mean, you, customers want to do business with somebody that they know, like, and trust. And if you're, if they don't, if all they see is a dent with a light on it and then a fixed panel with a light on it, they don't know, like, or trust you. They just know that you can make a dent go away. Uh, so, but you got to get your face out there. I mean, look at me guys. I mean, if I can do it, <laughs> if I can do it, anybody can do it. Uh, and yeah, it's weird to do at first and, and, uh, it, it gets progressively easier, but, uh, it, it does. Vadim, you're 100% right. So let's, let's do, let's do, first of all, 60% of your people who look, who call you call you like right now okay my phone is ringing been ringing seven times since we've been on the phone okay they're expecting to talk to mike toledo mm -hmm. and why because i put my face on everything i want like you said it builds trust so let's say you have two guys in the only in one area one guy promotes the hell out of himself his face is all over the place he's he's comfortable you know, he, he's blah, blah, blah. And then you got a guy that hides behind the panel or hides behind the dent before and after. I'm telling you, there's an 80% chance they're going to go with the person that they feel more comfortable, even if they are more pricier than the one over there. Because not all your customers, just because you can do the customer or they can, they're a candidate for your pairs, isn't your customer. So, and going back to what you said, John, if they feel they know you, that builds trust right away. And uh, I think it's super important, like you said, do some live videos. I'm not saying try to be a Mike Toledo and go out there and not be yourself, but be yourself. And if you want to, another piece of advice is just do a recording of yourself and then put it up. It doesn't have to be live, but get comfortable with yourself. And it's going to take a little bit of time, but you will eventually uh, feel that way and get, get real good at it. Yeah, absolutely. It's like, uh, a new pair of shoes. They don't feel great at first. You, you got to break them in a little bit. And, uh, you know, I have guys in my market that have really pushed the envelope, Don Kavanaugh, uh, 
uh, Steve Damala. I have a, a lot of guys here locally that are pretty dang good in the social media and or advertising game. And in Minneapolis, there's like almost 10 brick and mortar shops. We are one of, I think, the more saturated markets. And I'm here to tell you guys that there's plenty of room. <laughs> like there's, there's a shortage of PDR companies available as compared to body shops. There's probably hundreds of, I, I have no idea. But there's probably literally hundreds of body shops in that metro area. That goes back to showing you why you we haven't done enough. Dude. And look at all right, let's let do this. How many plumbers are out there? Let's talk right. about let's talk about saturation. Let's talk about plumbers. And and matter of fact, I have plumber friends and I know friends of friends that are plumbers. Let me tell you something. I never met a broke plumber, not one. Okay. <laughs> Yeah. And they make just as good money as we do. They don't promote us like they used to, but they, they know, yes, it's a needed service, but they are all busy and they're not broke. And there's five times as many of those or 10 times many plumbers as there are as compared to PDR tech. So don't give me that saturation excuse. Don't give me that too much you know, competition excuse. Look at you first. Okay, What are you doing to promote your company? What have you not been doing? Because you know the answer to that. I don't have to tell you. I don't have to point things out to you. You guys are watching this video right now going, God damn, that Mike Toledo, he's freaking right now. <laughs> I need to step up in 221. You know what I mean? Like you do. If you're serious about your business, you're going to do some serious things to, to grow your business. And that means getting out of your comfort zone, doing some things behind the scenes that you're not used to doing that you should be doing. It's not just go ahead and, well, I'm done. Let me crack open a beer. Let me just, uh, you know, I'm done, you know, and I'm hope for the best for this week. You know, I hope I get a lot of calls and control your future and do that. Do, do the hard work in the back end. And if you do it consistently for a year or two and you can relax a little bit because now you've already put the foundation out there and it's not as hard to do that. So that, yeah. that's and and it doesn't even take a year or two. No, this, it is doesn't. Where, this is where I'm struggling. Automating my social media is a huge, another one of my goals for this year because I did it for six, eight months. I put up a YouTube video, one a week without fail. That was, that was one of my goals two years ago. Well, I, I can hardly keep up. I'm only one guy. I can only push so many dents. And, you know, I've, I've learned plenty of things to, to maximize some of that stuff with uh, the scheduling apps and the, the different things I learned at Mega Media. But uh, at this point, I don't have time to, to post. I'm, I'm struggling to find time to post, I should say. And, and um, that's a good problem to have. So. It is a good problem. And then when you, when you have the downtime, like, like say you're like this time of the year from, you know, January till you know, March in between there, I'm not saying you're going to have no, like all the time in the world, but that's where the winter, the winter time, that, that's the time to go to work. You know what I mean? On the back end, because you, you feel much more productive and you feel, okay, I, I, lay, I planted the seed now. 
I'm waiting now. I'm, wait, I'm waiting for the results. You know what I mean? I'm not just saying waiting, but you know you did the groundwork, and now you can you can measure where you need to work on. You know what I mean? Instead of like, I wonder if I do this, or, or maybe if I should have done that, or it would have it helped me. Now you know, you you, you know. So I, I just I just feel like we 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 half ass our companies too much, man. You know what I mean? We're we're kind of spoiled. Now we make good money. Uh, for the most part, we can we can survive off our Google business and do the minimum and and get business the word of mouth. Some of you guys, it's fine for you on that, but oh, that's not good. Not me. <laughs> not, not me. I I've got guys I I I provide work for, but it's here's another thing too. Once you guys start doing that and then you see the results, I'm telling you, it is addicting. It is you now you're like, shit, man, I gotta do some more, man. Like, I want to do this. I want to do, I wonder what if I did that, if I put more work into this. You know what I mean? So it it, it it's addicting and and just gonna take time, but it's gonna take your time to do it. Yeah, I don't know. Absolutely. That sound like I'm preaching right there, dude. So <laughs> uh. I don't know. Maybe a little bit, but uh, maybe that's what guys need. And I mean, honestly, I, I I would attribute a lot of, you know, me pushing myself outside of my comfort zone to do some of those kinds of things. Well, let me ask to, you, John, what, what do you think is the biggest, what, what do you think the main, you're the host, dude, like, what, what do you think made the biggest impact for you about your business that you did yourself, like you created? Okay? What do you think? I think it was YouTube by far, um, you know, so before I ever got into PDR, I actually sold, uh, yellow pages advertising. So I knew my way around Google, my business. I knew my way around, you know, posting listings on all these smaller, uh, search engines like super pages and yp.com and getting, getting the listing out there and getting it out there properly. And, uh, you know, I, I had, I knew a little bit about SEO. So I had some of that stuff set up and I was doing okay. And when I made that commitment to doing the YouTube videos and getting my face out there, that is what really changed the game for me. Yeah. And it took me from, you know, a solid C to a good B plus, we'll call it. <laughs> I know there's plenty of more work for me to grow. And, you know, maybe it's like, it's like a dent. The first 80% is, is really not that hard, but getting it, getting it to perfect is, is going to take a lot more work. Well, first of all, I mean, YouTube is the second leading search engine in the world. Second. Okay, if you don't think people are going, how much does paintless dent repair cost in Minnesota? Well, if you didn't freaking create a video there, well, maybe you should. You know what I mean? You know, you could create tons of videos and it doesn't have, maybe you don't want it, maybe not we're saying you want it, but you could create all these cool videos and then have them on your site, on your page. And then it's not only helping your site, but it's helping the organic listings that will come and search for. They're like, what is PDR? PDR near me and you're and you SEO it and all that stuff, you're there's a good chance that that page, that thumbnail of that YouTube video comes up on the search engine. 
And then what's it going to do? It takes them to that YouTube video and then your information's there and it takes them back to your website with your phone number. It's a win-win. I mean, why wouldn't you want to do that? Yeah, I don't, I don't know why now I didn't want to do it before. And I think it was, you know, just, uh, I don't know if you call it uh, fear of the unknown, fear of failure, fear of success. I don't know, but you know, uh, uh, for a lot of people, and myself included, the first time scary, you post huh? a video of yourself online, it's, yeah, it's definitely scary. Uh, but you, you'll get over it, and, you know, before too long, you probably have your own podcast. So just just give it a <laughs> shot. It's, it's not as hard as you think, and it's it uh, it works better than you think, is what I would tell guys, so. You know, first impressions are always, you know, different, man. When I, when I first heard about you, Vadim, you know, I, I was like, okay. And then I see you in person and I was like, man, I really like this person. What? It, you're giving the same impression video. You really are. You know what I mean? It's, it, my, but my main thing, though, for everybody out there watching is when you do the video, don't try to be anybody else but yourself. As people will smell it. They will see it and they won't want like you. So be, be yourself as much as you can, even if you feel like you're a dork out of hell, dude, but people know you're genuine. That's the part. They know you're genuine and you will evolve and get better. But I'd love to see more people doing videos um, out there and help contributing to not only their own business, but educating the world and the, the consumer about PDR and how great it is. Because there's too many damn body shops that still take 80% plus of our work that we could have, we could do. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, sometimes they're farming it out and they're getting, they're getting, you know, 30% of, of that pie. And there's no reason guys like you and me can't do that. And I, I, I got an example, dude, there, there's a cut, there's a, my neighbor, her, her, one of her, her own family members backed into the front fender of their, their Highlander. She was going to go to the body shop. My neighbor. I have dead time. I'm parked next to her the whole time, dude. Come on. That's what I'm telling you. We ain't doing enough, man. We, we ain't doing enough. I got my freaking car lettered right next to her. She knows what I do, but she didn't know enough about what I do. She didn't know about the capabilities of painless dent repair and what we can do. She didn't know we can take care of a claim for her, but she didn't, she didn't know that, but I got it. I thought, but I, but I had to tell her. So I, that gave me something going, Hmm, I'm not doing enough and still not doing enough. Our work, all our jobs are not done. Definitely not. Definitely not. So I, uh, I'll commit to, to doing more. And uh, I hope everybody else will, too. Uh, so now this brings me, speaking of the education piece, uh, it's one of the questions I ask every week. So I'm, I'm not going to ask that question this week. But I am going to ask one question that I ask everybody. Uh, what is your least favorite PDR question that you get all the time? Whether it be from other techs, consumers, insurance agents, whoever it may be. The, your least favorite question that you, that you hear uh, regarding painless dam repair. Hmm. Oh. 
I don't know. I'd be like question or statement. I mean, is it? <laughs> well, whatever it is that, that just kind of grinds your gears. Like for oh. me, it's. Yeah, go ahead. Say, give me an example of yours. For me, it's like, oh, well, you know, the, you, you guys can't fix dents on a body line. And okay. Yeah. That one just irks me because it's a myth that's been perpetuated by these dent warranty companies. I've I've already ranted enough on this in past episodes, but uh, it's it, it irks me because all these customers buying cars and these finance offices are buying these dent warranties, and they have the opportunity to educate them on PDR, and they're educating them in a way that's only good for the warranties bottom line and it's 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 just false information and so many people get it and believe it well i guess you got a new video to put out there don't you <laughs> yes sir yeah i mean in fact that'd be a good topic for myself too i mean like even though there are tons of youtube videos that i think i put out there that body line but not body line specific can dents be fixed on body lines I mean, that's a great topic, right? There, right? Um, do dents pop out? You know, <laughs> does dry ice work? Somebody like, I mean, I really would like to do it too, but I prioritize a lot of things over. I've, I've thought about a lot of these videos. I thought I want, I want to do a myth buster video, you know, a real professional myth busting video, you know, not just it doesn't work, yada, yada, but I want to crack it. Um, yeah, I mean, I would guess say, so I guess one of mine is like, I, you know, I wouldn't say more statements too. You know, I thought, well, this guy told me it was going to be $75, you know, the, the cheap thing. So it, 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 it irks me. Or I'd say probably the most common one lately is why am I going to pay you $175 for an hour's worth of work? I almost feel now, now I'm kind of leaving how long it'll take me because some people get really pissed off about how long it'll take you. Mm -hmm. And what they're really saying, again, see, I, I, I evaluate people now. Like I don't just look at their statement and take it to heart. I'm like, why, why are they saying that? Well, they're saying that for one reason, everybody, because they don't make as much as you and they're comparing what they make and they're pissed off that you're making 175 bucks in an hour or less mm -hmm. and they don't want to pay you because they don't make as much as you. So your answer to that or your professional reply would be, listen, I understand that that might seem a lot of money for the amount of time, but you don't understand it took me 29 years and one hour's worth of experience to learn it, to go that fast with my experience comes speed. And in the end, you're not paying me for my time. You're paying me for my results. And that pretty much helps them understand. And if they still don't get it, well, then just, just tell them to give you your money, man. So, <laughs> <laughs> but no, some people will, they'll, they'll, most of them will understand that as long as you stay professional and just keep the door open. But if you tell them to go kick sand or you're very nasty back to them because now you're not getting why they're saying that, then, yep. then then chances are you won't get that you know sale, but help justify why you're charging that much because then they'll understand your position better. Um, yeah. yeah, absolutely. I had that scenario come up 
very early when I, and I've had it come up many times throughout my career, but when, when I first started on my own, before I even had my truck lettered up, anything, I had that scenario come up and a guy told me, he's like, well, I make 30 bucks an hour and you're trying to charge me 150 for 20 minutes? That, that's preposterous. And, you know, I didn't end up fixing his dent and we both walked away or drove away mad. <laughs> And uh, it was was not good. So, uh, yeah, I've polished the my experience is what you're paying for, and you're paying for the result, not not the time invested. Exactly. But exactly. It looks like every if you if you guys step back and anytime somebody says something to you that kind of irks you, pisses you off, really like don't respond right away. Figure out why are they saying that. Where they're not really saying it. Because they don't want to pay you, want to they 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 don't want to pay you because you're not justifying it enough, plain and simple. Okay, so think about how you can justify it, and and look at their position, and then I think you'll have better replies. You'll have a better chance of closing the repair, even though they may disagree at first with your with your pricing. Yeah, and justification is is a huge portion of that, and making them understand how truly difficult this is. Because nobody gets the bill from the doctor and says, well, I was only in your office for one hour. Why is my bill $400? Nobody, nobody calls and complains about that. But, uh, you know, not comparing. Well, yeah, doctor. they do. <laughs> <laughs> we, we don't call when we complain, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, well, that's fine if they complain at their house, but not to me. Uh, but you know what? What you really want is them to be wowed by the result, and uh, and yeah. Well, you can always end up if you want to be a smartass. You can say, "Well, I can send my slower tech, who will take a lot longer." So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, what do you do? Yeah, it's uh, justification is difficult, and, and some people will understand, and some people won't, but. Uh, but like you say, if you're putting the information out there up front and you're educating people ahead of time with these videos, you're it's less, get it's way less likely less kickback. Yeah. Yeah. Less likely you'll get this. And I'm not I'm not bragging you guys, but all the work I've been doing is paying off. I mean, I, I, all the all the videos, all the posts I put on Instagram. Um, I have if you go to my website, denttime.com, you'll see there is social proofing everywhere on my site showing people that, hey, Mike Toledo, I did this on from Facebook to Google to, you know, um, all, all the social media stuff that's out there. Um, Yelp, it, it flashes up on them and helps build that social proofing. So if you do your job right, you, listen, all you got to do is do your job right. Everything will handle itself. And but work hard at it. Don't, don't, don't half-ass anything. And don't start a project of, of a social media thing. So if you say you're going to start a YouTube channel and you're going to create three videos, you create one, and it's not as good as you wanted it to be, that's called half-ass. Do it again. Do it. Make sure it goes out there and you do what you say you're going to do and build. You want to start a good Facebook a page for your, for your business? Do it. Fill out the whole information. Put some posts out there and be consistent at everything you do. Otherwise, again, 
customers will go check your social media. And if it looks half-assed, they think that you're running your business half-assed. So I'm telling you, make sure you start something and do it right. Yeah. And I mean, I think for me, it was about continual improvement and just getting it started. So if you go look at my first YouTube video, it is so bad. And, uh, but you just say, all right, so we're going to build on that. We're going to build on that. And you just keep making it a little bit better every time. And, you know, pretty soon, I mean, I, people are like, oh yeah, I see you. I see you in the video. And, and it's, I mean, Again, you, my, you know how things the are working. Selling, the selling's done before we even get there. Uh, Vadim, I had a guy yesterday, literally. I'm not going to lie, dude. Come down from Los Angeles. Didn't even know he was coming from Los Angeles. He had a big old dent on his on his Challenger. I said, really, I really need to see that. I can't. The photos are not going to give me any justice. Besides, this is one of the hardest vehicles to to access. Four hours later, he was at the shop yesterday comes in oh my god this is great i seen all your videos your youtube and it was like he was blown away right i couldn't even fix his debt but he was so still happy to come by and i referred him to you know some you know, some people in la and then you know obviously i didn't even know he came from that until at the last minute he told me if you don't think that's influential it, it is very influential at what you can do and far as doing your videos i'm just telling you you just got to do more of them oh and then you'll hear people say something hey man i i saw your videos boy you lost a lot of weight <laughs> 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 well hey i i thought you like you have another brother or something because you don't look as you know as as fat they're like oh well i didn't say that you know it's a conversation piece right i mean they they you can tell that they watch your videos and to to you, it might be not just another video, but to them, it's it's like some a celebrity to them that they want you to work on their vehicle. And again, I'm not I'm not trying to sound uh, like you know chauvinistic or anything like that. I'm just telling you, it works, and be comfortable with yourself. That's that's all, big or skinny. Yeah. Well, nobody <laughs> nobody makes the comment. Uh, Did you lose weight to me? So maybe that could be. <laughs> I was I was disappearing <laughs> last year, man. I was too skinny, man. But yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, those issues are my own, Mike. We won't get into that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh seriously though, no, too much fun. Um but yeah, I mean I don't know. I I feel like we kind of basically covered everything that that I wanted to cover for, for this episode, as far as just, you know, uh, you've, you've inspired me and I know a lot of other guys to, you know, I, I'm sure I never would have started a YouTube channel if, if not for you. And, uh, I'm sure plenty of other guys out there have the same sentiment. So I just, I wanted to, to touch on that, say thank you for that. And hopefully somebody else out there will, start their channel today and and get going so i'm telling you yeah you control your own future and and vadim thank you for man they, i really appreciate you you having me on here matter of fact i like this this so so good that I, I need you to send me this audio file i'm gonna actually put this on my i'm gonna have you're gonna substitute for my 
my next pod- <laughs> podcast, dude. We're going to promote your podcast on my podcast. So how's that? Even better. So so they can listen to this twice in a row. Right after you listen to this, go to the Dent Time podcast and listen to it again. <laughs> well, mine doesn't come for another week or so. So Yeah, this will yeah, be... Uh, like the 11th of January, I think it'll come out. So, um, but, um, but yeah, so that'll be weird for people listening to it even past then. But another thing I forgot, I always do a quote of the week and I think this will be a good one. Uh, so guys, quote of the week is going to be, it's the possibility of having a dream come true that makes life interesting. So, we all have dreams. We all have places we want to go. I mean, this is especially pertinent on the last day of the year as we get our goals ready for 2021. And um, that possibility is out there, and you just you just have to take the right steps along the way and and get yourself out there, open your mind, and trust that the process works. And if you if you put yourself out there in that way, it'll be rewarding. So I agree. And I think the word you said was trust. Trust. Believe in yourself. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. All right. Well, you guys know where to find Mike. He's uh pretty much dent time everywhere, Instagram, Facebook, everywhere else. Check him out on Dent Trainer. Did we even not even talk about Dent Trainer? How dare me? Uh <laughs> Check them out on Dent Trainer. If you're not a Dent Trainer member, just become one. It's... We'll touch base on that again later, and then the future podcast. How's that? So sounds, you're sounds all about education. Plan. We'll we'll talk about that. So absolutely. Thanks, thanks for mentioning it. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, look him up, find him, and uh, subscribe to his podcast. And and Mike, I just I thank you once again from the bottom of my heart for all you do for for everybody in the industry and. Uh, Appreciate you coming on. Thank you. Thank you. Happy New Year, Vadim. Happy New Year. And happy New Year to you. Yeah, we're going we're gonna to live it up tonight and uh, start the grind tomorrow. So until then. Right, right on. Right on, man. Until then, everybody live your dreams, and we'll talk soon. Take care.